You're listening to the Lawyer Lifestyle Podcast with Chicago attorney Dave Scriven Young. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 254 of the Lawyer Lifestyle Podcast for July 10th, 2020. My name is Dave Scriven Young, an attorney from Chicago, Illinois, and I'll be your host. This podcast takes you on a daily journey to discover key principles in the areas of marketing, sales, and leadership for attorneys. What follows is audio from yesterday's live version of the podcast. I go live every day at 8 a.m. Central on social media at AttorneyDSY to discuss the material for today, answer legal questions, and to mentor young lawyers. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. Today we're going to be talking about Twitter 201 business development strategies, and this comes from uh, Gary Vanderchuk's Crushing It book. And when uh, Gary V talks about business development, he's really talking about uh, a request for collaborations um, or a request, specific request for business. So as we as we go about thinking about, you know, what platform is best for um, our personal brand, the question is, why is Twitter better than others for business development? And why is it not as good as others? Because um, just remember, everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses in either being a presenter or being on video or, or you know, the written word. And so we have to remind ourselves that, yes, even though there's, you know, a tremendous amount of uh, variety in social media platforms, really, there's only one that's right for us. That's totally right for us. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't broadcast on several different channels. You should. Um, you know, like, for example, you know, I think I'm probably best um, on a podcast. Um, I think I'm OK on video. I think that, um, you know, I'm pretty good. I'm a pretty good writer. But I think I'm, I'm best on a podcast, you know, having an outline and, and riffing from there. Um, and so that's sort of my main mechanism. And then I actually I broadcast on all these other channels um, because, you know, this, you have to be everywhere. Right. But you have to choose one in particular that's going to be your specific platform. Mine is a podcast. Yours could be Twitter. So let's talk about, you know, why you might want to use Twitter and why the pros and cons in terms of business development and uh, having, you know, collaborations with folks and asking people for collaborations. Well, it actually, um, Gary Vee says, it might actually be easier to get a response uh, to a direct message from someone on Twitter because influencers, people that you want to get a hold of and collaborate with, they may actually be getting more and more requests and attention on Instagram. And so there's maybe um, too much noise on Instagram to cut through. And for something like Twitter, you might be able to uh, capture their attention because not as many people are going there. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, this might be one of those situations where even though Instagram may, may be becoming more popular than Twitter, it actually may be more useful in terms of business development to use Twitter. Um, now, when Gary Vee wrote this book, one of the things that he says is, you know, Twitter has a verification system. So it's easier to know whether an account is real or not. Well, I know that Instagram also has a, a verification system. but what I can tell you is that Instagram, it is harder to figure out who's who uh, for the most part. Um, there's a lot of uh, fan accounts, a lot of, you know, cloning fake accounts on Instagram, I found. Um, because, you know, a lot of what I do is, you know, when I interview people on my you know, legal power player segment for the Lawyer Lifestyle podcast, 
um, or I have guests on for my Lawyers Emotional Intelligence Book Club, um, I always try to tag the people that I'm you know, interviewing or having on as a guest host. Well, sometimes it's difficult to figure out who, you know, what account is actually for this person um, on Instagram, um, where on Twitter, it's a little bit easier. And I'm not sure why that is. Um, but if you're trying to figure out, you know, which account is for the person that you're trying to reach, uh, Twitter might be actually easier than that. Easier than Instagram, I should say. Um, number three is the, the retweet feature on Twitter gives uh, you the ability to have instant awareness and it can become viral. So um, what in, one of the things that Instagram does not have, and, uh, and I don't claim to be an expert on social media at all, but I just, I know I use it quite a bit. Um, and so, you know, if you're watching in the comments or if you have, you know, if I say something wrong about this at, you know, please uh, send me an email, uh, send me a, a, a social media post, message me, let me know, you know, if I'm if I'm wrong about this. But um, although I think there is a way to quote unquote repost on Instagram, it's not a function that's available when you're actually on the app. Um, I think there's a way to do it, and you know, of course, you could probably take a screenshot of the post that you want to retweet or repost, I should say, um, and then post it yourself on Instagram. There's no there's no just one button solution as far as I'm aware on Instagram. Um, and so for Twitter, you know, it's very interesting, you know, having, so I participated in the, the Hamilton, you know, live tweet when, you know, Disney plus went live with the Hamilton film and it was really interesting sort of watching the dynamics and, you know, watching, uh, Lynn, um, um, Manuel, uh, Miranda talk about the show, but it was also interesting seeing what he was retwe re retweeting in terms of what you know people were saying, and that gave um, those people that he retweeted, um, you know, instant virality, right? So instantly, people who you know were just coming on the show were now getting um, all of these uh, uh, people who were looking at their accounts probably uh, because they had something interesting to say about Hamilton and. Uh, the star, director, and writer of Hamilton, um, of the Broadway you know, show and of the film, um, gave that person a, you know, a, a huge platform, right? And so that is something that I don't think is available on Instagram, but certainly is something that you know, people use on, on Twitter every day. So that's, that's an instant way to uh, have more people looking at you is when at least someone, you know, influencer somebody famous uh, retweets one of your posts, but that could happen all the time. It doesn't have to be someone, it doesn't have to be a celebrity. It can be just anyone who is expanding your reach by retweeting. Um, number four is, you know, it, it's acceptable to post many more times on Instagram, uh, on Twitter, excuse me, than Instagram, right? Um, where on Instagram, people don't wanna see, you know, 20 pictures a day, and that's typically not the way that works. Although you could, of course, use Instagram story uh, to do that. And that's actually a function that Twitter doesn't have, but it's because Twitter allows you and it's more acceptable to, to tweet, you know, 20 times at least, you know, per day. And Gary Vee talks about in his book, Crushing It, you know, that he, you know, maybe only posts, you know, a couple of pictures on Instagram, but, it, you know, has, you know, maybe 100 or 200 posts on, on Twitter per day. That probably includes replies as well, right? And so you have more of an opportunity to 
reach more people, you have more of an opportunity to uh, spread your uh, message as well um, by using Twitter. The, um, and then the fifth one is you can get noticed with comments and talking more on the, on the platform is better. So in other words, um, as I think we talked about yesterday, it's very acceptable to jump into a conversation with people on Twitter. And it is a true conversation, I think, where in the comments or just replying to a, a tweet, where on Instagram, it is more like you're commenting on a photo and it's not necessarily a real conversation. I mean, yeah, of course, you can have a conversation on Instagram where you know you comment on a photo, then somebody, then the person replies back, and then you reply to that comment. But it is a little, it's a little more awkward, I think, than a Twitter conversation, right? And you you can get many more voices, I think, typically. Um, involved in a Twitter conversation than you would in an Instagram conversation. It's just a different way of going about it. And so you probably have a better chance of getting your comment noticed. And by the way, your comment or your reply, I should say, can get retweeted as well. And people do that. People like and comment um, on on people who uh, tweet. And so it it is a real conversation. And that's the way. Um, and that is a very acceptable way to communicate on Twitter. So um, at the end of the day, you know, he gave, uh, Gary Vee gave a very, I think, real world example of how Twitter can be used. And he talks about, you know, a student who is interested in being a sportscaster when he, you know, gets out of school. And he, he asks, you know, the question about who has a better chance of getting an internship at ESPN, the, the unknown kid who sends in a resume along with 4,000 other people, or the kid who becomes a regular active presence on the Twitter feeds of the ESPN personalities and staff who need the help. So let's translate that into um, you know, what a lawyer can do with that, um, doing business development um, on Twitter. So of course, if you have um, an asset in terms of your personal brand, so if you have a podcast like I do, or you know, a, a video show that you bring guests on, um, the best way um, I found is, well, I'll be completely honest with you. The best way that I found is email. I actually don't do a lot of, you know, social media um, business development, at least for my show. Um, I will go in and, and search people up um, before I, I contact them just to see, you know, what they're talking about on, on Twitter and, and, and different platforms. Um, but I found that um, there are actually... Uh, fewer and fewer. Um, I mean, I, I guess I wanted to say that there were you fewer and fewer people who are on Twitter as as lawyers, and that's that may be true, maybe not be true. Um, but in terms of business development for lawyers, um, you may not actually be looking for lawyers unless, like I said, you have uh, a podcast or something where you're at, you know seeking out someone for an interview and you want a lawyer. Um, but if you're looking for um, clients, you're probably not necessarily looking for lawyers, you, unless you're looking for like a general counsel of a corporation. Um, but you may be looking for just business owners, just like regular people. Um, and so what you want to have in mind is, you know, who are an industry or specific uh, companies who you might be targeting. And then you can look them up. And then you can start, 
uh, commenting on some of their posts. And, you know, I think some of the barriers to doing that um, that people often, I think, have is, isn't it creepy if I just like start commenting on all their stuff? I think it would only be creepy if you did not bring absolute value to the conversation and you just started randomly um, tweeting uh, at them. I think it's, that that's as simple as it gets, right? If you are able to bring a real value to a conversation that they're having on Twitter, um, and then it's not going to look creepy. It's just, it's going to look like you're taking an interest in them, with, which I think people appreciate because, you know, as anyone can relate who's on social media, if you are putting out a bunch of posts and no one is responding and then you're just kind of like, oh, no one, no one cares about what I'm doing. But it actually feels really good when somebody engages in the conversation with you. So um, certainly, you know, it, I recommend actually uh, think about, you know, who is in the industry that you are targeting. So if you, you know, if you're someone like me who practices, you know, construction law, you know, it, it would be, it's great to go on and find people who are in the construction industry and follow them on Twitter and then jump into those conversations. And if you, then if you think it's appropriate down the line, you can reach out to them, you know, in a, in a direct message and um, see if you, how you can collaborate together. It may not necessarily be, and you probably wouldn't ask them for, um, you know, business on Twitter, uh, but you, what you might want to do is send them a direct message after you've engaged in conversation with them online in a, in a post on Twitter, many posts on Twitter, you know, ask them, you know, hey, um, you know, I'm having this, you know, webinar or my firm is, you know, presenting on this topic. I really thought that you might be interested. Here's a link. Um, that's a, an easy way to have a more direct conversation with somebody without directly selling at them online. Because again, I think people hate when, you know, they open their direct messages and people are, are just selling, selling, selling. Um, but if you are able to uh, find a way to, you know, either add them to a, a newsletter list or add them or invite them to a webinar or a coaching call or something that your firm is doing for that specific industry, I think that's a great way to go about it. Um, you know, another one of my practice areas is environmental. And for many years, um, I followed um, specific companies and specific influencers within like the manufacturing industry, for example. Um, and so finding the right people to follow takes time. Uh, engaging in these conversations take time. Um, but if you uh, put in the time, you have the time to put into it um, and you bring value to a conversation, then that opens the door to these business development strategies and opportunities that Gary Vee is talking about to collaborate, to invite people to um, events or webinars um, so they can have, so they've developed an interest in you um, during this conversation because you brought value to them. Um, and then now you want to bring even more value to them by inviting them to you know, an event or a webinar and the like. So that is, I think, a great way to use Twitter to uh, develop business. And um, what I'd like to you to think about for your um, uh, daily action item is to think about what's who is your um, 
what is the client industry or specific clients that you think that you might want to um, go after in terms of business development targets? And then search them up online, search them up, up on Twitter. I mean, it's so easy to go on Twitter and to um, go just go on that search bar and search for um, either the name of the company or if you know like the business owner or the general counsel or somebody um, who whoever is would be the, the person that would be hiring you or uh, someone who would be tangentially related to that person um, in the business chain who um, could have influence in the hiring decision. It's a great way to search for them, follow them, and then look at whatever conversations that they're having um, just as an initial step uh, because that'll help you to determine, number one, whether your potential clients are even on Twitter because they may or may not be, right? Um, because I think there are certain people, certain types of people who may be more active on social media, like ESPN personalities, they certainly would be on Twitter, right? Because they're trying to expand their reach uh, beyond their, you know, number of telecasts or the like. Uh, but other lawyers and business people may not be on Twitter, but they might be. So you want to check whether your industry um, is very active on uh, social media, but especially in this instance, Twitter. So um, I hope that helps um, everyone think about how to use Twitter for business development. Um, again, it takes a, a long time to do. And so that's why I think a lot of people don't necessarily use Twitter a lot for social media, especially for, you know, us lawyers. Uh, but it is definitely a way for a lot of people to bring value to others in a conversation and then reach out them, reach out to them in a very non-creepy way um, in order to do um, some real business and to start that relationship. Thank you so much for listening. And if you weren't able to join the live version of the program, that's okay because there's plenty of ways to join the discussion. You can leave me a voicemail by going to anchor.fm slash attorney DSY and hitting that message button. You can leave me a comment for me to play on the show or a question for me to answer. You could also leave me a comment or question on social media. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at attorney DSY. I'm also on LinkedIn on my personal profile. So let me know if you have any comments about this episode. Tell me what you think about this podcast or give me a topic you would like to hear about. This podcast is on all the major podcast distribution platforms, so please be sure to subscribe and rate and review. I also want to invite you to the next session of the Lawyer's Emotional Intelligence Book Club. We're continuing on with Dr. Chatterjee's book, The Stress Solution. The next session will be Wednesday, July 15th at 7 p.m. Central. You can find out more at facebook.com slash lawyerseq. Have a great day or night, and remember to fight for the lifestyle that you want and become the rainmaker that you need to be.